So, in the meantime, happy to take your calls, 8223 whatever you want to put on the agenda. Let's talk about the state of our state. And if you're on the lookout for a new job, you're pretty fit, you're happy to do shift work and you enjoy a challenge, I've got just the job for you. But you've got to enjoy a challenge. The Metropolitan Fire Service, the MFS, is uh, recruiting new firefighters, full-time gigs that challenge your potential. That's the uh, the theme of this recruitment process. With us to explain more is Assistant uh, Chief Fire Officer for Metropolitan Operations uh, in uh, in Adelaide, uh, Peter Button. G'day, Peter. Hello, Alan. How are you going? I'm well. And Good. Senior Firefighters, uh, Cecilia Lowe and uh, Dylan Faber. How are you, team? Good, thank you. Yeah, yes. good, thanks, Helen. Listen, Cecilia, how long have you been a firefighter? I've been a firefighter now for 12 years. So you like it? Absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do beforehand? Uh, beforehand, I was working in the Department of Health. I worked in um, physical education and nutrition programs, um, but I was also a really keen surf lifesaver, so that was a right. big um, part of my decision to become a firefighter. Okay, we'll drill down on that in a moment. We'll mm. try to figure out what that link is. What about you, Dylan? Uh I uh, actually came through with uh, Cecilia, so uh, I've also been in 12 years. Um, I actually used to be a uh, computer geek. Uh, you were a computer nerd and now you're out <laughs> fighting fires. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, I just decided on a uh, career change after uh, travelling and uh, lived with a firefighter in the UK and, um, yeah, Decided that, to explore that option. And that, that set it off. That set it yeah, off. Yeah, OK. All right, we'll come back to that as well. Peter, let's let's go to you. Sure. MFS is one of the oldest official fire services in the world That's because correct, we were yeah. actually designated through Parliament. That's right, yeah. Um, but let's be honest. Let's cut through the, to the chase here. Traditionally, male-dominated Anglo-Saxon organisation. That's right, correct, yeah, that's the stereotype. For 150-odd years, 160-odd years. 150 years of tradition, yeah, as we say. Yeah, that's what we're trying to, uh, you know, turn on its head is that stereotypical image from the public that, you know, you have to be white, Anglo-Saxon, male, muscly to be a firefighter, which is which can be is furthest from the truth. Yeah. So, you know, we're going into a, a period of extended recruitment. Over the next five years, we anticipate we'll need to replace up to 320 of our firefighting staff. Yeah, that's because of the turnover of staff, people retiring. That, that's correct, yeah. Back in the early 80s, there was a, a report done of the Metropolitan Fire service that ups you know up you know, skilled our, our whole organisation, the recommendation was we needed more firefighters. So we're all coming to the end of our career, which yeah. I'm part of that, that yeah. report as well. So, you know, 32 years, we're starting to see people from my era separate now. Uh, we've been talking about it for a long time. We're tracking it for a long time, that it's, it's about to hit us and it, it's slowly hitting us now. So five years, over 320 people. And, and this is the perfect time to, to look at, you know, what do we need to do for the public of South Australia? What's the services we need to provide? And, and two years ago, the, the Chief Officer at the time, Greg Crosman, you know, he made a commitment to diversify our workforce and, mm. and we're starting to see the fruits of our labours over the last two years. We've put in a few strategies in place and, and we're starting to see a, a bit of a shift. It, it will work, you know, really well for the public of South Australia and our organisation, you know. To, so to diversify the workforce is, is not just about attracting females, it's about, you know, culturally diverse people mm. in general. Mm. And, and diversity to me is not just your culture or your gender, it's about skill set. It's about thinking and, and problem-solving abilities. So if we you know, enhance our organisation with all of those type of attributes, that it's going to get better for the public and, and also for our organisation. So it can you know, assist our organisation with a bit of a cultural shift. You know, we, we have a great organisation that serves the public really, really well. And you know, I've, I've got 
you know, as I said, 32 years, I'm very proud to be mm. in this organisation. Mm. I believe we do a fantastic job and, and our firefighters do extraordinary things on a day-to-day basis. But to, to broaden our thinking and our skill sets and our problem solving will work really well for the public and the organisation. Mm. It enhances our communication with the public and across the organisation. And you're a classic example, what, 35 years? 32, 32 years, yeah, years. just gone past 32. It, 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 it's a life career. It is, it is a career, and, yeah. and I've heard it uh, called a few things, you yeah. know, a job. It's yeah. not just a job, it's, not it a is job, a career. Is it? Yeah. You know, you can, make, you can make whatever you want of it. You know, you, you set out and, and say, well, you know, in the next recruit course could be a chief officer of the future. Yeah. So it, the job mm. is what you make of it. Well, how um, many hundred have you got answering to you? Uh, <laughs> not, it's about 900 firefighting yeah. staff. Directly, there's about 700. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is a real career path. It, it is, is a career a path. path. And the other thing, too, of course, we've got to keep in mind is uh, as technology develops, and probably, uh, Dylan, this is your area, as technology develops, the challenge of professional firefighting, uh, the bar gets raised, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, um, as, uh, as things have changed and... Uh, you know, we, we we talk about the the pumps that we learnt on um, in recruits were, mm. were uh, you know we got told they were they were you know the the best state, state of the, of the art, of the yeah. art yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, but now you know a lot of technology has updated yeah. uh, the the guys that are designing the pumps and so forth. The engineers behind it are really uh, starting to come in to uh, computer technology, and there's yeah. a lot more uh, you know push button, which which has changed the way we've had to think about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but overall, the theory is the same: water goes in, water comes out. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> it's just a matter how it's delivered there. Get it in the right spot. Yeah. Um, uh, Cecilia, 12 years of service. Yes. Has it been uh, satisfactory from your expectations? It's exceeded my expectations, yeah. definitely. Um, you know, I joined 12 years ago as a, a single female and now I'm, you know, I'm married, I've got three children and I've been able to balance having a career as well as having a family life. And, you know, a lot's happened in those 12 years, but in terms of work i've you know i've never been so happy it's it's it, i wanted a job where i could give back to the community mm. i wanted a job where i could be physically active i didn't want to be stuck behind a desk um that i've learned pretty quickly in my initial career that that wasn't for me and you know it's it's one of those jobs where it just ticks off so many things on my wish list. I didn't want to have to take work home with me every night. You know, I had parents and I was growing up that would have to, you know, eat dinner and then do work and after. Work, yeah. yeah, and mm. I didn't want a job that was like that. I wanted a job that, you know, you could essentially leave at work but be really fulfilled by by what you do and, you know, and I found that in the MFS. How have you been able to manage? You've got two kids now, married. Three. Married, three kids. Yeah. How, how do you manage? Because this is, this is a 24-hour roster you're working, seven days it a is, week. It is, it um, is. Look, it's got, it's its benefits and it's got its downsides too. So the benefits would be that because um, we do two 10-hour um, days and then we do two 14-hour nights so and then we get four days off. So those four days off, I'm able to go on school excursions, you know, I'm able to be there for school pick-up and drop-off. You know, I get to be... I've got a 17-month-old as well and, you know, I'm home a lot with her. She only goes to childcare twice a week but, you know, I've got a full-time job. Mm. Um, you know, so it allows me to be more present on the downside, we do work, you know, the fire brigade doesn't go on holidays. No. So, you know, we've got uh, Christmas Day, you know, Easter, birthdays, Saturday sporting events. You know, they're things that are missed and people have to consider that before they do this job because you really have to commit 
to being able to work on those days. But we've been pretty um, flexible. Um, my children learnt that Father Christmas knows all about shift workers and mm-hmm. sometimes comes a day before or a day later, yeah. generally a day before because no-one can wait an extra day. But, um, you know, you just got to be a bit creative when you're a shift worker. My husband's also a shift worker. He's an ambo, so that adds, oh, another, <laughs> adds another dimension. Um, but, yeah, look... It, we know when we're working. It's not. Um, it's not a complicated shift roster. Two days, two nights, four off right. for the rest of my life. And that's that's a set roster. It just keeps going. So I can tell you in ten years when I'm working. So mm. with forward planning and with organisation, which any family needs, mm. but more so for a shift working family, then it's you know, it's absolutely easily achieved. Dylan, you've got kids as well. Uh, same pattern. Yeah, uh, yeah. My wife works uh, full time as well, and uh, we um, share share our. Uh, Kids, uh, you know, it's sort of that uh, crossover in the morning after night shift and she is off to work for uh, her job and then, you know, I get to uh, spend time with the kids in the morning, take them to school and, uh, yeah, but it does uh, come down to the fact that you do miss some of those critical Mm. things Mm. every now and again. Um, But, you know, I've been blessed to, uh, you know, grow up with my kids but there's lots of occupations that can happen in too. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. could be a fly-in, fly-out worker, for example. You know, exactly. Away for ten days, home for Doctors, four. Doctors, nurses, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, wonderful stuff. Eight double two three double o double o. If you've got any questions or any comments, uh, we're talking about uh, the new um, recruitment campaign that's been launched by the uh, Metropolitan Fire Service. So, if you're thinking about a new career, this could be the time. And uh, Peter, that's, that, that's worth bringing up. What age groups are we looking at here? Is there an age limit? No, there's no age limit. What we do is we. Ha- you have to have a full C-class licence, a valid and current C-class licence in South Australia to apply. That's a C-class licence? It's a car licence. Right. So you have to have a full and valid C-class licence. So throughout the campaign, to, to start a recruit course, you must have a medium rigid truck licence. So that used to be one of the prerequisites to apply was a truck licence. Right. So two years ago, we reviewed the whole process to look at barriers that were, that were inhibiting people from applying. And, and that would have been the major one that we've actually seen was mm. having a truck licence. Mm. It's quite expensive to get. And traditionally, we'd get around about 1,100 applications with a full truck licence. So we went, okay, let's have a look at this, and we reduced it to a C-class licence, but provided enough time during the recruitment campaign for any successful applicants to go out and get the truck licence prior to starting a recruit course. We went from 1,100 applicants to 2,200 that year. And, And reviewing the data... 1,100 applicants did not have a truck licence, so it worked out that that's exactly what it did. It doubled our application base. It changed dramatically on our diversity stats, which was really, really interesting to to look at and important that we should actually celebrate these things. We went from um, 4% female applications to 12%, so we tripled just by that one stroke of the pen. Uh, We went from 1% to 10% in culturally diverse in that one year so and that's continued to track through with the next recruitment campaign and we will have a look at the stats when we get to the end of this campaign Mm -hmm. in in two weeks time and see what what change that's made and and that is increasing it's diversifying our workforce we're seeing a much higher success rate from our diverse applicants all right if you're uh, interested in taking on a new career you could become a firefighter at the mfs stay with us Uh, more details after this Port Adelaide Royalty. Treadway with the leap. Oh, he's oh, he's done it. Warren Treadway joins the 5AA Sports Show. Tuesdays from 5pm. Thanks to Buy Urban, the creators of your new dream bathroom or kitchen. Hi, are you looking to sell or rent property in Adelaide? If you have plans for real estate in the coming months, Susanna Toop talks about what the team at Toop and Toop can offer. At Toop and Toop, we live and breathe property. 
As a local family business with over 34 years' experience in the South Australian market, we understand how important the property journey is. At Toop & Toop, we've designed innovations such as the Toop Vault, which gives you access to property before it hits the public market. And with our interactive Toop Create marketing tools, buyers can move furniture and adapt floor plans of their dream home, all online. Whether you're buying or selling, a landlord or a tenant, we'll be there for you at every step of the way. We combine old school customer service with new school technology to get you a dream result. It's what's helped make us the number one agency in Australia, three years running. To get in touch with Team Toop or for advice on all things real estate, go to toop.com.au. Our award-winning team would love nothing more than to be a part of your property journey. Wacker Neusen, Germany's finest, now offer an unprecedented five-year manufacturer's warranty. That's 60 months, 260 weeks or 1,825 days of worry-free operation on excavators, telehandlers, Rammers, compaction plates, and soon the game changing Wacker Neusen Dual View Dumper. Wacker Neusen's five year manufacturer's warranty, 40 Cavern Road, Dry Creek, where design and innovation meet powerful performance. 50 months interest free store wide at Harvey Norman. Low deposit, no interest with 50 equal monthly payments until September 2023. Get what you want now and pay later. Furniture, bedding in Manchester, home appliances and televisions, computers and technology. Minimum finance amount $750. Approved applicants only. Interest applies if you do not comply with terms and conditions. Fees and exclusions apply. See website for details. Limited time only. 50 months interest free. Available now. In store and online. No deposit, no interest with 50 equal monthly payments until September 2023 at Harvey what takes a builder that does five homes a year to one that does 50? By offering quality products for your clients. Got a client with big ideas for their bathroom or kitchen reno? Choose ABK Supplies, Adelaide Bathroom and Kitchen Supplies. As an independent specialist, ABK Supplies can order fast from small stockists, potentially shaving weeks off your completion date. How? Ask for ABK Supplies. Go to abksupplies.com.au or see the showroom at Lower Northeast Road opposite Dernacourt Village. Taking time to listen can make all the difference. Farrell and O'Neill Funerals is a South Australian family company committed to guiding and supporting families at an emotional time. We value a lifetime by offering a compassionate, caring and unique service with attention to the smallest detail. Finding guidance through a difficult time can be comforting. Farrell and O'Neill Funerals. 82963134. Nothing beats the bond between sisters. Rundle Blinds has merged with its sister store, Burnside Blinds, creating Adelaide's premier window furnishing company under the Rundle Blinds banner. Our combined teams will give you the best in blinds, awnings, shutters, curtains and home automation with the kind of customer care you expect from Adelaide's premier window furnishing company. Rundle Blinds, just south of the underpass on Goodwood Road, Kings Park. And the sister store, Rundle Blinds, Glen Osmond Road, Fullerton. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Ten minutes away from two o'clock, we're talking about uh, the uh, the latest um, uh, recruitment drive from the uh, uh, Metropolitan Fire Service. So if you're interested in being a fiery, now's the time to call 8223 because we've got uh, the Assistant Fire Chief for Metropolitan uh, Operations, Peter Button, with us. Also uh, a couple of fireys, Dylan uh, Faber and uh, Cecilia Lowe. Give us a call, 8223 and that's exactly what Michael's done from Glenelg North. G'day, Michael. 
Oh, hi, Alan. Uh, hi, hi, team from the MSS. How are you? Hello, Michael. Good to you. Michael. Yeah, um, I'd like to know, is there is there a difference between doing a course with the MFS or, or becoming just a volunteer firefighter? Okay, uh, Michael, the MFS uh, in metropolitan area, we have full-time firefighters, so you'd have to apply, go through the application phase, all the assessments to become a a recruit firefighter. We do have retained firefighters out in the region, so the major regional centres like Port Lincoln and Port Augusta, Port Pirie, Mount Gambier, we have retained firefighters, and they work on a a retainer basis where they get a, a certain amount per year to train, and then they get paid per fire call. But we don't actually have any volunteers. The CFS do take volunteers provided you live within their fire district. And also, is there any age or height or medical restrictions? Yeah, good question, Michael. Yeah, no, there's no age limit, Michael. You just have to have a, a valid and full C-class licence, which is a car licence. We don't have an upper age limit. But we welcome anyone that can pass the physical, psych- psychological or cognitive assessments throughout our recruitment campaign. And if you're successful through that, uh, then you can be uh, welcome onto a recruit course. Thanks, Michael. Uh, how tough, uh, how high are those standards? How tough is the physical? I'd imagine it'd be fairly high. Uh, yeah, look, the physicals are... Yeah. This will knock me out. No, they're, <laughs> they're pretty extreme. Well, I won't say extreme, but they're pretty tough. So so our first assessments are an abilities assessment, which is like a maths and English type questions. And then we, we go into a psychological profiling assessment. And that ranks people according to their how closely they match the profile of a firefighter. We then move to the first physical assessment is the PAT-1 or physical aptitude test 1, which is a shuttle run the beep test up to 9.6 it's pretty pretty tough mm. but uh, anyone that's applying for this job they can prepare for that it's quite easy to get the the, the beep test online and, and prepare for that move into an interview after that stage if you're successful you go into a what we call the pat 2 the physical aptitude test 2 which is a uh, it's a functional capacity test so it's based on firefighting tasks so holding a hose under right. pressure mm. crawling through tunnels wearing a breathing apparatus climbing the tower and, and doing all sorts of functions that a firefighter is expected to do on a day-to-day basis they're pretty tough and then you go into a medical assessment after that so if you're successful through all those those uh, assessments and then you're invited to go and get your truck licence and then come onto a recruit course. Excellent. All right. Uh, well, I mean, the bar needs to be high, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's a physical job. It's, it's a very and that's, physical a, job. Cecilia, let's come back to you. Yep. I think there's a mis- misconception that uh, all you do is, uh, you know, go to every false alarm, fire <laughs> fire alarm that's going off yep. and occasionally there's a real fire. You do much more than that, don't you? Uh, absolutely. Um the you know we we're talking about diversity in the fire service and not only has the workforce diversified but the actual role itself has diversified you know traditionally the main um the majority of work that we did was fires um but now with alarm safety systems and mm. things like that um we don't get as many fires but we actually attend a whole heap of um other incidents so we've got road crash rescue we do hazmat yeah. we do rope rescues you know um Oh, help assist, me out here, Dylan. Assist other agents. Yeah, we, yeah, we get a lot of calls um, with uh, assisting SAS, so we help them with um, lifting, and yeah. when SES, we get um, building impacts. The CFS, when there's um, you know a bushfire, we go in and maybe protect the the township while they go out um, and you know do the bushfire. So there's lots of different areas that we do, and obviously um, one big area that's not an emergency situation that we do, but we do a lot of, is community education. So we visit schools, we visit kindergartens, mm. you know, we go out and we look at um, buildings and we check that they're you know up to scratch in terms of their exit signs and things like that we familiarize ourselves with buildings so that if there is an emergency we don't have to you know wander around looking for for a booster cabinet yeah. and things so yeah. Mm. yeah the job is um you know really uh varied 
and that's what I love about it is because you rock up to work and you don't really know what the work day is is going to bring you. We are a paramilitary organisation, which means we do have some structure and some routine to what we do. So we parade in the morning at Adelaide Station um, and then we have set times where we do drills and, um, you know, training and equipment maintenance. But, you know, and around that we attend the calls that come through. So, yeah, it's... Would you like to see more women? I'd like to see, I think, the best people get the job. I think that's really the, the, the most important point. But I think a diverse workplace, whether that be women, whether that be people from diverse cultural backgrounds, um, um, you know, religion, race, I think people from different backgrounds bring different skills and different attributes. And I think that that really builds a much better workplace in terms of how we can help people in the community, how we deal with people in the community. You know, we don't go in and, you know, in a car accident or in a rescue situation, we don't ignore the person. We have to interact with them. We have to, you know, be able to converse with them. And, you know, I've been to a few jobs um, as a firefighter where I think it's been really valuable for me to be a female. And the person that we're dealing with um, you know, who who needs our help has said to me outright, mm. you know, I'm glad you were here, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that's really important. Um, you know, one good thing about um, the MFS also is that our entry standards are the same for men and women. Now, that's going to be my next question. Ah, so there we, we go. <laughs> physically, physically, uh, everything. The, the, everything. The, everything is everything the same standard. Everything just explained. Same assessments. Yep, yep. okay. Because it's a job standard. Yep. We go to the same job. So, you know, Dylan and I will ride on, on the same appliance together. Mm-hmm. We go to the same calls. We're expected to do the same things. So there absolutely it needs to be a job standard and not an entry standard. Peter, on that point, yep. to, to, to attract more females... Do you have a quota system? No, we don't. No, Why as, not? as Cecilia said, well, it's the best applicant for the job. So right. we run a merit-based process. The most meritorious applicants will be awarded positions on the recruit course, and, and awarded is the appropriate term. Mm. Dylan, how do you handle uh, some of the things that you, you see? We don't have to go into details, but some of the things you see, pretty shocking, pretty scary. I mean, I've been a, I've been a, you know, TV reporter for, for a long time, part of my career, and some of the things I've seen. I can walk away. You guys can't. Yeah, look, uh, and I think um, that's an important point to touch on, but uh, the Metropolitan Fire Service has really taken the uh, last couple of years mental wellness and uh, our health really uh, quite highly um, and seen it as an important uh, factor in in the way that we cope with these things. We we can't walk away from a lot of jobs and, uh, you know, the the team that we work around is uh, very supportive and and having those uh, teammates and uh, work colleagues around you who you can converse with and chat with. Uh, we also have a special employee support six section where we can, uh, you know, if we do go to these jobs where there is something that's, uh, you know, disturbing or upsetting to us, we can you know, we counsel each other and mm. uh, help each mm. other out. So mm. I think the the big focus on mental wellness uh, has come up and, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a big issue. The a big issue. swings into, into process immediately yeah. when when any incident comes up of note and gets right in behind our staff. All right. Well, if this has uh, sparked your interest and uh, a, a fire officer with the MFS uh, might be something that uh, is up your alley or any member of your family, um, uh, there's a, a special event on tonight. 
to find out uh, whether this career is for you. Do you want yeah. to give us the details? Please? Sure. It's a pre-application seminar. We're running at our gymnasium at the Adelaide Station tonight. Jump online to the MFS website and have a look at how to register to apply. You must register to come along to get there. What we'll see there or hear there is information from, from myself about what the recruitment process is about, what we are looking for in applicants. You'll hear you know, uh, stories from firefighting staff about their, their career or their, their life in the recruit course, a day in the life of a firefighter. Uh, we'll give some information about the actual process, what to expect throughout the process and what we expect from you through the process. Mm. OK, so that's tonight? Tonight. At uh, the fire station at uh, Wakefield Street? Wakefield Street. Street. Of course. Um, uh, but you need to uh, uh, book, and you do that by going to mfs.sa.gov.au. Correct. And uh, click on the tab there and yep. uh, put your details in. Really interesting. Really interesting stuff. Right. Uh, um, and um, the message is... Think a little bit outside the square. This Absolutely. could be for you after all. Yeah. Do you agree? Those people that have never thought that they could be a firefighter before, just think about it again and jump on our on the website and have a look at what it's all about. Look through the recruitment page just to just to spark some more interest in people. We're getting out and about getting that message out through, you know, social media, through bus shelter campaigns yeah. and, and, you know, a lot of uh, school visits. We're doing a lot of uh, career nights and career expos to get that message out because we never really sowed that seed early for people while they're at school. Mm. Now we see the benefit in that so we're getting out and about get the message out good stuff thanks for coming in uh peter button and uh, also dylan and cecilia um you're welcome you got to go back to work now yes you're still at work <laughs> all right you are at work yeah, of course really. you're at work <laughs> thanks very much all the best and i hope it goes well tonight that website again is mfs.sa.gov.au get on there look at the details and uh, and register for tonight's session at the uh, the wakefield street uh, fire station all right uh, after the break dr